This time on episode 318 of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we discuss Legion, season 3, episode 1, chapter 20, and season 3, episode 2, chapter 21. I'm Ryan from the Dad.io podcast, a show dedicated to dorky dads everywhere. Part of the Gonna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other Dadalicious Geeky Shows at GonnaGeekNetwork.com. You have been granted clearance by Director Alfonso Mac McKenzie. Stand by for a shield debriefing. All information to be discussed here is classified and may only be discussed among agents granted clearance by the S.H.I.E.L.D. director. Now it's time for your scheduled debriefing. I'm Director S.P. I'm Agent Haley. And I'm Agent Michelle. Welcome to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're a Marvel Comic Universe fan show. The show is recorded on Sunday, February 9th, 2020, live from the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. studios and broadcast worldwide via www.geeks.live. Come in and join our live chat and talk with us as we record. Ladies, it's happy National Cut the Cord Day. Woot. Working on it. I actually had a plan, and I was all, like, set out, and then I was ready to cancel my provider, and they were like, well, why do you want to cancel? I'm just like, well, I don't really watch that much, and I can't afford it. And they went, hold on. And... They suddenly could find me a loyalty discount that brought it down to basically equal to the service I was going to switch to. It's for 12 months, so we'll see how I am in a year. So, <laughs> Did you end up getting more channels than you would have with the streaming service that you were going to go with? It would have been the same amount of channels either way. All right. Uh, curiously, I was looking into why exactly is this National Cut the Core Day. This is the first annual national cut the cord day and it was declared by none other than dish tv aka sling tv because they started five years ago today and for those that don't know sling tv is division of dish tv so they suddenly just created a national day for cutting the cord and it's today and they get to benefit from it i guess there's all sorts of deals so if you happen to listen to this within the next five days or so and you're looking for a streaming service and considering Sling TV, this would be the one to do. Now, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not sponsored, or promoted, or whatever by Sling TV. Just we know that you are watching TV because you are listening to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. And you might want to go ahead and do that. There are other options out there. Check into them and make a smart decision if you are considering cutting the cord or like Michelle, call your cable or satellite provider and say, I'm leaving because I'm cutting the cord. And they'll say, oh, we'll cut your rates. <laughs> we're going to move on with the rest of the show because we're going to talk about some of that TV we watched. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a fan based podcast based on the ABC television show Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is coming into its final season in just a few months. The multiple Marvel small screen series like Legion that we're talking about today and the Marvel cinematic and comic book universes in general. Because of time traveling shenanigans. If you'd like to discuss time traveling shenanigans with us, you can visit our website, legendsofshield.com. You can leave us a voicemail 
from any time that you travel to at 844-THE-BUS-1. That's 844-843-2871. You can find us on Facebook at Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're on YouTube, youtube.com slash Geek. And you can tell your Amazon device to enable the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. skill. And remember, in any timeline, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a proud member of the GonnaGeek.com network. Agent Lauren is not with us today. And for those long-term listeners of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know we've talked about her moving. And she has told us that possibly next week she'll be back to the show. So we're looking forward to having her back then. But she's not with us today because she is still unpacking boxes and trying to reconnect the audio things and stuff. And it's a mess. It really is. But we're all looking forward to seeing what her new backdrop looks like and what kind of cat videos that we're going to get out of it. I'm sure we'll get a couple. I'm looking forward to it. In the meantime, we are starting a new series today. It's called Legion Season 3. We're wrapping that up starting today with the first two episodes. So here we go. Legion Season 3, the premiere episode titled Chapter 20, aired on FX on June 24th, 2019, followed a week later by Chapter 21st on July 1st, 2019. Michelle, who was the creative team behind Chapter 20? Chapter 20 was directed by Andrew Stanton, who has 10 directing credits starting in 1986, including the films Finding Nemo, Wall-E, John Carter, and Finding Dory. Has also done two episodes of Stranger Things, one Better Call Saul, and one Legion. There were two writers for this episode. One is Noah Hawley, has nine writing credits starting in 2006 including Six Bones, Three The Unusuals, 19 Legion, and he also created the show, and 23 Fargo, which is another show he created. The other writer was Nathaniel Halpern, has nine writing credits starting in 2010, including one episode of The Killing, Three Resurrection, one Outcast, 12 Legion, and one Tales from the Loop. So wait a minute, you're telling me that the premiere episode of Legion Season 3 was directed by the same director that did Finding Nemo, Wally, John Carter, and Finding Dory. I looked at this for like five minutes going, really? What? Okay. Wow. Well, I did get the cinematic feel as I was watching the first episode for the second time. We'll talk about that later. So I'm not surprised, but this actually surprised me to find out who actually directed and what the IMDb is, which is why we go down the creative team every week for the episode. Speaking of which, Haley, who is the creative team behind the second episode, Chapter 21? Chapter 21 was directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada. He has 21 directing credits starting in 2010, and those credits include eight episodes of High and Mighty, various video shorts, and this episode of Legion. This one was also written by a team. Top billing goes to Noah Hawley, who has nine writing credits starting in 2006, six episodes of Bones, three of the Unusuals, 19 of Legion. He was also the creator. 23 of Fargo, also the creator. Also on the writing team, we have Olivia Default, who has three writing credits starting in 2019. Those include two episodes of Preacher and five of Legion. And also on the writing team is Kate Thulin, 
who has three writing credits starting in 2018, one episode of Corporate, one of Legion, and one of Mrs. Fletcher. So, Haley, we often equate the themes of the episodes to the titles of the episodes, and this might be the last time I ask you this for Legion, but what are the themes of these two episodes based on the titles? Okay, so chapter 20 is the 20th episode of the series, and they decided to reflect that in the title by calling it chapter 20. And likewise, chapter 21 is the 21st episode of the series, and they decided the best way to encapsulate the theme of this episode is to call it chapter 21. Okay, I think we're hitting on a theme here of our own, which is basically that we're collectively scratching our heads over what exactly is going on. First of all, because it's been so long since we watched season two, but second of all, because it's Legion and we're constantly saying, what? (laughs) So Haley, explain to us the confusion factor that's going on. Well, first of all, it's been, I think, over a year now since I watched season two and maybe it's closer to two years. I don't know. It's been a while. I barely remember season two and I started watching season three and it's got the usual Legion confusion. You don't know what's going on coupled with, I don't remember what happened before either. And I was real, real confused. A lot of my discussion with this episode might be me asking Michelle questions. Which is always our case for a therapy episode because Michelle's usually the one with answers. So Michelle, why don't you help and enlighten us a little bit here? Okay. I would like to know, where would you like for me to start exactly? <laughs> the beginning is usually a good place. Okay. Maybe a brief recap of the end of season two. That seems like a good place to start. Okay. So in season two, season two was all about David, again, that missing year. We find, you know, his interactions with future Sydney, future Sydney telling him to find Farouk's body. David then becoming obsessed and finding Farouk's body. He's also, I'm the good guy. I deserve love ends up with him transforming himself into, we find out he's basically the villain. We see him torture Oliver near the end. Melanie, even though Farouk's in Melanie's body, is like, here's his true face. Sid realizes that I need to put myself first. I'm going to stop. David was about to kill David. Lenny, with that weird shot, was able to get like the gun thing. Then David... Mind manipulated Sydney, made her forget what just happened, and was she was all like, "Oh, David, blah blah blah, I love you." Yes, I do. Back at Division, Farouk was able to get a mouse to go and remind Sydney break the amnesia David had on her. Sydney then realized that David raped her because he went in and she was all mind weird and they had sex he got her to have sex with him and then there's that whole meeting Farouk's there Debussy's there Carrie Sid and they are trying to get David to realize that how he sees himself is not how they see him he is being destructive he's the one that's the threat to the entire world they put him in this bubble They're wanting him to get help and he's automatically going back to pills and psychiatry care and he doesn't want that. And he allows his powers to just override and he just lets loose and he's able to burst out of the bubble. He goes down and just is able to get 
Lenny and they go away. Just boop. And that's where we are. So first of all, I have to give great kudos to all the acting in this series. The acting is top notch. Even the if the writing is confusing to you because you're not paying attention to the show or you're half paying attention or whatever, and you don't remember the previous seasons, you're like, say what? Still, the acting is really good. The cinematography is phenomenal. The special effects are out of the park. There are special things with Legion Season 3. It is a Marvel-based property, as we've talked about before. This is kind of the next generation of things going on. Uh, We've struggled before with the timeline of events, but that aside... It is a great production, and when we get to the end, it usually starts to make sense, even if we are uncomfortable with the results and what's happened with the characters along the way. As this series starts, as the season starts, we get to have an introduction to a new character, Switch, who is a time traveler, and that is part of the confusion because Switch is just out of the blue. It is a girl who has really a weird home life with a father, I guess, who she only sees on TV in the morning, and she's really smart. She's getting perfect grades in school, but she discovers she's a time traveler, and she's got a mystery that she has to solve in trying to fell the yellow bus and everything, which I'm still confused. Uh, Was this David leading her to him? Is he trying to grab that time traveler in so that he can correct his past. I mean, is this all premeditated by David? I think so. Yeah. It's basically David throwing out a net. You know how you throw out a big fishing net and you hope to catch some fish in there. That's what he's doing. He's throwing that out there. He's wanting a time traveler. He knows a time traveler is out there somewhere and he was able to, put the breadcrumbs and it was only visible to the right individual and switch ends up being the right individual. So switch is experiencing time travel through a hallway where you go forward and back in analogy to going forward in time and backwards in time. And there are doors where she can enter as the time progresses or degresses in both ways, but she can't go too far because if she goes too far there's a demon in the hallway and the demon's eyes look very suspiciously similar to the eyes that we saw in season one yeah also somebody is training her on how to be a time traveler which is not really explained in any way it may not be because it's legion but that is a thing that's happening the time travel lessons which are interesting because they're coming in terms of at first it's probably like a smartphone or an mp3 player but then since she's going back in time she's using a actually cassette and her even her headphones changes it looks like she has beats on to begin with i could be mistaken on that and then she goes to a corded version of i think beats i'm not sure but it's more ubiquitous with the sony walkman with the cassette player and she can go farther back in time i guess and not cause a stir i don't know but yeah she is getting time travel lessons i'm interested to learn where those lessons are coming from yes you'll find out (laughs) okay once again uh, i have to say i have only seen the first two episodes of this season i'm guessing Haley has only seen the first two episodes yes michelle you've seen the whole thing yes 
So Michelle is our guide once again for Legion. Oh yeah. Sid, in the meantime, she is fighting the demons of what happened to her. And then she's got these tattoos. I don't think these tattoos were on her wrists in season two. They're basically me and then first. So me first. And I don't know if that is a reminder to herself. If David gets in her mind to remember her, her first, or if it's just a result of what happened to her last time, I'm not sure, but she's got these tattoos, me first, and she's definitely thinking about her and not anybody else. Yeah, I assume it's to remind herself to take care of herself before anyone else, but I could be wrong. That's it. Okay, nailed it. And then we got Lenny, who is trying to assert herself as David's number two. Yes, it's very interesting. Pay attention to how Lenny sees herself and how David is treating her. And the scene where Switch and David are sitting there and Lenny is is standing and wants to take part because she is, I'm his number two. I'm the breakfast queen. I wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't be where he is without me. And once Switch comes, she's like, you know, I work for him. You work for me. That's the order of things. But David is sitting next to Switch. And then David looks at Lenny and says, everything's fine. You're hungry. You would like to go eat. And that's what she says. Oh, everything's fine. I'm hungry. Yeah, I didn't understand where the breakfast queen was coming from. Did that go back to... That's season two where the cornflake. Yes. When she comes back to her people. She's the cornflake girl or something like that. And that's why she's the breakfast queen. And she is out there doing David's dirty work, basically, and uh, ends up kidnapping Carrie and bringing Carrie back so that he can create some sort of amplification device to assist switch in harnessing more of her power so that David could go into the hallway with her. Yes. And he just jumps on board with that very quickly once he's in a lab. Well, no, but you have to understand the sequence before Carrie, that sequence with him behind the woman and moving and stuff. That was so interesting. I wonder how many times they had to rehearse that and run that through because that was really mm -hmm. cool. There's this whole sequence where he is seeing Carrie and then he pulls Carrie, female Carrie through a mirror. And then they try to dance and female Carrie is like, no, let me lead. And then there's this struggle and male Carrie actually sees their clothes on each other. And then David takes the place of female Carrie and says, no, let me lead. It's mm -hmm. David being able to manipulate that connection to get Carrie to do. David's manipulating a lot of different people, which is really scary because he has multiple personalities ongoing. We saw it in his little hideout on the basement of the house. We saw it as he was even talking to Sid later through the mind projection. And David is not in one straight mind right now. And for him to control other people, I think that would be very dangerous for just mental stability of everybody involved. It is. Which I don't. I don't know if that <laughs> comes up later or not. Another thing that we got going on, and so far there's really only two players, is Switch and Farouk 
are meeting up in the astral plane, which is outside of time and space. And Farouk sees what I think is, in his mind, a worthy adversary or somebody that's finally worth his talents to fight or something like that that's outside of David. And he's obsessed about her because in order to get their goals met in division or whatever they're calling themselves, they're going to have to stop her from being able to go back and change things. So Farouk is all on board on this. And I think Clark is now, too. I mean, it seems that way. It seems like we've got a team of basically everyone we've met so far in the series against David and Lenny and whoever else David is going to recruit. Did you two understand the timeline of events? In the first episode, yes. Okay. Not necessarily in the second episode, if there was a timeline to be discerning there. I just know that, you know, realizing that Farouk captures Switch in his future, it's sort of interesting how he's able to catch her in his future because, again, the astral plane is outside of time and space. It's important to remember well he notices her during either the first or the second i can't remember i think it was the second time through the house right but for him that hadn't happened yet okay he was back on the plane before that had happened right because you have to realize they haven't gone to the house yet in farouk's present they haven't gone to the house yet he actually tells sydney we get him as in in the future you know we get him but when they get there Switch finally has figured out how to tell David to save himself and everyone, except Squirrel. Poor Squirrel. Poor Squirrel. (laughs) I was thinking that. I mean, he was just trying to enjoy his morning drugs on the porch, and he gets hooked away, and then David doesn't care about him, so he moves the whole house without Switch, and then poor Switch has to be dropped from a plane, and then be taken advantage of. I mean, poor Squirrel. I hope he fares better for the rest of the season. You'll find out. (laughs) How'd you like his wig and his goggles, Haley? It was a look. (laughs) I still don't know what they're trying to do with some of these characters. Like David's little cult orgy sucking down on the pig smoke whatever. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. The drugs went from blue to red, and I think blue was like the love drug, and then the red is like the berserker drug. Hmm. But it all seemed to originate from the pig. Is that right? Did I get that right? No, it's David. Oh. All of it. If you see him when he's meditating and stuff, there's like that energy coming off of it, and he's sending his energy down and is being bottled. And you can either, you know, you can drink it or you can put in one of those things and it does the smoke. It's very Alice in Wonderlandish, especially in that second episode. The pig kind of looks like the caterpillar in a way. During the second episode, Lenny has the Mad Hatter type of tea party. Yeah, she does. She had the hat on and everything. Well, we have six more episodes left. We're going to take them two at a time. So the next three weeks, we'll go through Legion season three. I'm looking forward to getting a little bit more resolution and a tie-up of the series. I'm hoping that even if I'm not okay with it, they at least stick the landing so there's no dangling parsable. They went into the season knowing that this was going to be the last season, right? No, Holly did? Yes. So hopefully we'll get an ending that means an ending. Haley, do you have any last thoughts about these two episodes? 
Only that I feel like I need to watch them again after maybe rewatching some previous episodes. Um, I don't want to spoil. Okay. Michelle's in the no spoil <laughs> zone thing here. I'm trying to give you like little breadcrumbs about what to pay attention to, but that's all I can really do. I did see the pilot episode when it aired last year, and I just didn't go any further because we were dealing with other series. And I thought, you know what? I just want to be fresh when I'm talking about them whenever we get to it. And it turns out it's next year, although we're not a year out. We're more like six months out from when it aired. So I call that a win for Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Anyway. <laughs> I remember going through and I really enjoyed the first episode. The second episode I didn't see. I thought I had seen, but I just wanted to take a break and then come at it when we were talking about it fresh. I did enjoy the first episode both times I watched it. I can't say that I would have said the same thing about episode two, but I've only seen it once. So I don't know. We have six more episodes. I'm looking forward to putting this series up. On a, with a bow, wrapping it up, and uh, seeing how FX ends its Marvel TV career. I don't know if we're going to get any more Marvel series on ABC or FX or any of the other stations or channels that are out on cable or broadcast. I know that there's some that are going to be on Hulu. But I don't know if we're going to get like the big series like we had Gifted and Legion and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, so it's just nice to wrap them all up. And then we're going to go back and wrap up the rest of the Netflix series, too, starting with Jessica Jones right after we end with this. So if you're looking forward to what we're going to talk about next, it'll be Jessica Jones season two. But next week, we're going to talk about chapter 22 and 23, which will be the. Haley, what is it? The the twenty second and the twenty third episodes of the of- entire series. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going to be talking about that next week. Just just to think about for a moment, I think the whole series of this is what twenty seven episodes. Yeah. Well, there's eight. Yeah, eight episodes. So twenty, right. twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. The first yeah. season of Star Trek Next Gen had twenty six episodes. Just saying. TV is weird these days. Yeah, that was a normal season back then. They did yep. half a year of broadcast, and then they did reruns for the other half a year in the off weeks. What are reruns? <laughs> We're back to that, right? Because nobody's going to know what a rerun is in streaming TV future. I know. That's sad. We're going to be like one of the only generations to know what a rerun ever was. Yeah. The white screens and everything. Yeah, because for me, this is a rerun. Fortunately, I'd kept Legion on my DVR because it's not on Hulu yet. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can buy the episodes on Amazon Prime. Which is what I did. The When this yep. season first came out, they were running a deal for the season at $5.99 on Prime. So last year, I bought the season for $5.99. I think it's normally 20 bucks, I think, or something like yep. that for the season on Prime. And I did not know it was not available on Hulu. I almost tried to watch it on Hulu, so I'm glad I didn't. So if you're watching along at home, Prime is where you have to, and it's not one of the free Prime shows. You have to pay for it. Yep. And I did have them on my DVR, but I deleted them to save space because I had the episodes on Prime, which oddly enough still contain commercials at the beginning and the end. Yeah, a lot of premium Quotey finger services do that. They'll like plug their other shows at the beginning and end 
of the stream for a show. Which is what happened here. I guess Netflix just did something with their previews. So that they don't autoplay anymore. My God. Okay. Well, like I said, next Sunday we'll be back talking the next couple episodes of Legion. And in the meantime, Haley is going to use her time travel voodoo and create a time travel door and get us out of here. I want to say special thanks to F. Schmidick in the chat and American Liberty as he goes by in this chat. They came by in StreamYard and they were chatting up with us live as we were recording. So thank you very much for that. And I want to thank everybody else as they have downloaded all of our previous shows with Cloak and Dagger and Runaways as we are getting set to go into the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Thank you to everyone that is listening live or after the fact or in a different timeline uh we appreciate each and every one of you yes thank you for listening interacting with us we really appreciate it and yeah everyone's just going to have to put up with me really biting my tongue through this one because <laughs> i am just like there's just some, some things that i just want to say and it's like well that's a spoiler so everyone thank you for your patience as i have to really be careful with what I say this time around. I really have to be careful. Well, the good news is it's only two weeks, and then you can blah as much as you want. Three more weeks. Well, three more weeks that we're going to be on it, oh, but the last yes. week will be all you of the episodes. Blah. I get to blah on the last week. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, so only two more weeks. Yes. All right, until next time, I'm Director SP. I am Agent Haley. And I'm Agent Michelle. We'll see everybody next time, hopefully with Agent Laura. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, go to gunageek.com and you will find all our contact information and other shows. You can also visit legendsofshield.com where you'll find our complete archive of podcasts. The music heard on this podcast is by Kevin McLeod, found at incompetech.com and also artists on pond5.com and audiojungle.net. The opinions heard on this podcast are those of the individual hosts and do not represent Stargate Pioneer Productions, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., or Gunna Geek. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the property of the Disney Corporation, Marvel Studios, and ABC. No infringement is intended. Have you been having a good weekend? Uh, yeah, I went to the rent fair yesterday. Went and looked at houses for rent today. Hmm. What time frame are you going to be moving? Probably like a month. At it with apartment life, huh? Yeah, I just need a little bit more space. Oh, good luck. Thank you. Well, congratulations on winning the Super Bowl. You single-handedly <laughs> defeated the 49ers. It was all your defeat there your victory that's what i figured tell me did you console sarah afterwards she didn't care who won okay victory is yours yep and if statistics prove too deformed the 49ers will have a terrible season next year okay 
Oh, you haven't heard about this. So there's two curses in the NFL. One is called the Madden curse. So if your photo is on the front box cover of the Madden football for the given year, that you mm-hmm. will have like a career ending injury or a season ending injury or something like that, or you'll have a terrible year. So Ooh. even though it pays a lot of money and you want the name recognition, nobody will be on the Madden cover the Madden NFL. And then the other curse of the NFL is that the team that loses the Super Bowl ends up having a terrible year, like two win year sort of thing. Gotcha. So we'll see if the curse of the Super Bowl loser holds true. Yes, congrats, Haley. That's a good one. Thank you. I did my yeah. best. Yeah, they came from behind. They must have heard you like yelling at them or something. I've been trying to play, explain to Sarah the long history of the Chiefs disappointing their fans. She keeps just saying I'm not supportive enough. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't know what they do to us. So she does get sports. I like it. She was needling you back and you didn't even know it. Anybody watch Picard yet? I'm not paying for CBS All Access. I'm not either. This Vicom thing might be interesting if they pop that. I've got so much other stuff to watch that if I do pop for a free month of CBS All Access, I want to clear my plate so I just focus on the Star Trek on CBS All Access for a month and then get out. So I won't be doing that anytime soon because my list of things to watch is long. Did anybody watch the season finale or the series finale of uh, Rebellion? Star Wars? Rebellion? Is it rebel resistance? Resistance. I haven't watched Resistance. I heard mixed reviews about Resistance. Yeah, it was basically two seasons of adventures with no purpose. Okay, then it's not like Clone Wars or Rebels. Then no, uh, they had tie-ins, but it got to the end, and there was it was just nothing. I, I was watching the finale episode. Finally got it aired on January twenty sixth. I finally got caught up to it yesterday or today. I can't remember. I think it was yesterday. And they aired two episodes back to back. And I was watching them going, What? This is how you're gonna end it? And then I had to double check that I watched the last two episodes. You know, Googled list of Star Wars resistance episodes and was yeah, that was the last two. I'm like, okay. I feel like I wasted my time. So once again, Star Wars, thank you. <sighs> Sit or miss. You don't get a consistent good. Sit or miss. And it did kind of... Sp- <laughs> Somebody's playing a game. Yeah, in the pre-show. <laughs> uh, so to be one of those nights whenever it rains my ring doorbell cam goes off left right and backwards (laughs) because the headlights from cars driving by will shine off of the driveway and that will cause the motion detection to go off nice i've caught so far a bird three skunks and a groundhog i stopped getting the notifications for motion because it was always just like my neighbors walking their dog so I, I still got it set up to record the motion detections, but I don't get notified about them. Mm. I just signed up for the plan today, so I'm committed. I do have, judging by the videos, it's probably a skunk. I, I did have something living underneath my stoop the last year, 
two years. So I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was a rabbit, a squirrel, groundhog, what, but I'm pretty sure the skunk. I've tried to shore up the uh, entrances so that the uh, skunk can't get down in there. Oh, no. It's okay. There's no, there's a flying thing in here. My cat has just seen it. Oh, <laughs> you might get a leaping cat, huh? Yeah. Okay. It wouldn't be Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. without a leaping or playing cat. I know. I'm wondering what Lauren's new setup is going to look like because, you know, we've enjoyed seeing Tonks or, um, yeah, Tonks and Pike, Pike, Trick Leg running around and stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering, how's this going to work? Yeah. Yeah. So my mom sent me a cute picture of herself. I'll send it to you. Aaron just texted it to you. You got to remember, my mom's like, I don't know, four foot six. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. So that's where they steam to and I guess went to a shoe place. I don't know if that's where they make shoes or whatever, if that was just a thing for tourists or whatever. I'm sure I'll get the story when they get back. Where do you know where that's taken? Yeah, it's uh, Caracas. So they steamed from Fort Lauderdale and went just direct south. So they're in Caracas, which is in South America. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, they went through the entire Caribbean and got down there. And then they come back on uh, Saturdays when they come back to Fort Lauderdale. So I don't know what islands they're stopping on on the way back. But you can look up the itinerary where the boat is. It's the um, Crown Princess is the boat that they're on. It's not one of those mega ones, is it? It's it's not. It's uh, smaller. Uh, I think only 3,000 um people on board or something like that only which is a small boat these days to go any smaller you got to get on a a mega yacht versus a cruise ship yeah like back when i was younger when the cruise ships were just you know ships i was like hey you know that'd be kind of cool now it's like no that's how like all the zombie stuff happens it's just (laughs) it starts on a cruise ship the cruise ship docks, everyone leaves, and then the apocalypse happens. So it just, right. I just know too much about germs and what they do on, yeah, I just know. Well, yeah, on the Diamond Princess, which is the, the one over in Japan right now, you knew that it was just going to balloon when they, when they had everybody on the ship for the 14 days. I mean, they're supposed to be secluded in their cabins, but you know that, I mean, the crew's still got to walk around, so they're spreading the germs left, right, and backwards. Not to mention they were exposed even to begin with. But yeah, my parents have been on a cruise where they got the norovirus, not the coronavirus, but the norovirus, which is a blue like virus that stuff comes out of both ends and it's pretty violent. So they got that on a cruise a few years ago. I'm surprised that they want to go back, but my mom just needs to get out of minnesota when it's minus 30 degrees i guess so she books these cruise months in advance dad's okay with it now too the only one i was thinking like they have like that river cruise or something like in europe that one looks cool so my son his grandparents for their 50th anniversary they did a riverboat cruise around and it was it was a smaller riverboat for the in holland for the tulip festival so they really enjoyed that. But I've heard a lot about the river cruises, both in, in Europe and up North Europe. It's still Europe, but like Norway and the Fords and stuff like that. 
I've seen a lot of that and people just enjoy that immensely. I don't know. My daughter and my wife seem to like the party boats. So they're like, carnival, let's go carnival. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm no. Give me the Viking ship with, you know, the steam spa and like 200 people on the ship. And, you know, that's me. No, thanks to the 7,000 to 12,000 people on board the ship. No, thanks. Oh, that's a small town. No, small town. That's a major city in a lot of cases. Anyway. Haley, did you catch the intro to the last Starling Tribune? No. You should listen to it. Just the first three minutes. Okay. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is copyright 2013 through 2020.